Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Before we start the show, I want to let you know something. My latest novel, Personal Fable, is free for the next uh, few days. So if you're hearing this ad, it's currently free if you're a Kindle user. So just look it up on your Kindle. If you don't have a Kindle, you can even get one of those for free by getting the free Kindle app on your phone. And then head over, get Personal Fable, have a read, and if you love it, leave a review. And I hope you love the story. Now, let's get on with the podcast. P.S. The promotion runs the 11th, 12th and 13th of March. Welcome back, Heming Brains, to the Heming Brains Trust podcast. We were talking about yesterday's poet, Robert Wevner. Sorry, Robert Weaver. And then we'll be reading... Who are we reading today? Uh, George... No, that's not right. Sorry. Richard Edwards is today's poet. My bad. Uh, But yeah, first let's talk about old Robert Weaver with his poem, uh, In Youth is Pleasure. Apparently quite a well-known poem. Techrific says, some info from Wikipedia, the poem, In Youth is Pleasure, is a popular and remembered anthology piece and has been several times set to music and supplied the writer and painter Denton Welch with the title of his second novel. Haven't found any musical pieces that use this poem, but maybe Acoustic Eels has some info as our resident musical expert and wouldn't know what Acoustic Eels said. Ask and you shall receive. I didn't know any music that used this poem as lyrics, but upon looking, there are many pieces. With its themes of love and youth and its short and sweet length of three stanzas, how could a composer resist? All of these following examples are from the 1910s and 20s. Cornish composer Peter Warlock wrote three different songs using the same poem as the lyrics, although each with a different title. English composer Herbert Howes wrote a madrigal for choir using this text. A madrigal is a style of choral music originating in the Italian Renaissance that caught on in England in the 1600s as well. And another one that I like is by Anglo-Irish composer Ernest John Moran, who I just learned of today. While the other songs are up-tempo and jolly, reflecting the youth, Moran is slow and sensual, reflecting the pleasure side of the poem, I think. He uses many spicy chords, as we might say, including the final chord, which is both major and minor at once. Very interesting. Um, what's it called? Ernest, oh, it's just called Ernest John Moran, In Youth is Pleasure. Um, at the bottom of this page, there's a link. You can see even more settings of this poem that I could not track down on YouTube. All right, so it sounds like a lot of people have made a song out of this lyric or this poem. We all are lucky that my classes ended last week and I have time to write all these notes. I'm walking for graduation on Saturday and then I will have a master's in music. Well, congratulations. Well, I suppose we should wait until Saturday to officially congratulate you, but that is very exciting. And um, I should also add that I did um, abridge that comment by Acoustic Eels in the actual conversation here. On the subreddit, Acoustic Eels has gone into much more detail about each of those songs that have used this lyric. 
um, and painted a bit of a picture about what type of song each of them is. I kind of skimmed through that though a little bit just for the sake of uh, keeping the podcast light, I suppose. But I do appreciate the information, you know. I appreciate that we go to these lengths to, uh, I don't know, just dig things up. You know, I've never even heard of Robert Weaver, to be honest, before yesterday, before reading it. And the poem was okay. I thought it was nice. I didn't realize it was a popular poem. Um, I think I even said it was a little bit amateurish, did I? Or was that, yesterday? Was that the day before? Anyway, um, but there you go. It's apparently a really popular poem, and it's been made into a billion and one songs. So, that's that. Um, what are we reading? Okay, that was Robert Weaver. Now we're reading Richard Edwards. Born, 1523. Died, 1566. Man, I'm noticing... One thing I've noticed a lot is how short the lifespans are on a lot of these poets. Just the one poem today. It's called Amatium array and I hope that I can read it <laughs> judging by the title I'm already on the back foot a bit here in going to my naked bed as one that would have slept I heard a wife sing to her child that long before had wept she sighed saw and sang full sweet to bring the babe to rest that would not cease but cried still in sucking at her breast she was full weary of her watch and grieved with her child. She rocked it and rated it till that on her it smiled. Then did she say, Now have I found this proverb true to prove the falling out of faithful friends renewed is of love. Then I took paper, pen and ink this proverb for to write in register for to remain of such a worthy white as such Sorry, as she proceeded thus in song unto her little brat, much matter uttered she of weight in place whereas she sat, and proved plain there was no beast nor creature bearing life, could well be known to live in love without discord and strife. Then kissed she her little babe, and swear by God above, the falling out of faithful friends renewing is of love. She said that neither king nor prince nor lord could live aright until their puissance they did prove their manhood and their might. When manhood shall be matched so that fear can take no place, then weary works make warriors each other to embrace and left their force that failed them which did consume the rout that might before have lived their time their strength and nature out. Then did she sing as one that thought no man could her reprove the falling out of faithful friends renewing is of love. She said she saw no fish nor fowl nor beast within her haunt that met a stranger in their kind, but could give it a taunt. Since flesh might not endure, but rest must wrath succeed, and force the fight to fall to play in pasture where they feed. So noble nature can well end the work she hath begun, and bridle well that will not cease her tragedy in some. Thus, in song she oft rehearsed, or did her well behove, the falling 
out of faithful friends renewing is of love. I marvel much parody sorry, I marvel much party, quoth she, for to behold the rout, to see man, woman, boy, and beast, to toss the world about, some kneel, some crouch, some beck, some check, and some can smoothly smile, and some embrace others in arm, and there think many a while. Some stand aloof, at cap and knee, some humble and some stout, yet are they never friends indeed until they once fall out, thus ended she her song, and said before she did remove, the falling out of faithful friends renewing is of love. That's that one. That's it. That's it for uh, who was that again? Rich Richard Edwards. Um, lovely. Very nice. It's a very nice poem. I feel like again, yet again. Um, I want to know what it exactly was on about, but you know, maybe that's just me. All right, folks. I'll see you in the comments, and I'll see you tomorrow.